Alrighty, listeners, it's the night after Christmas, and I am out of the studio, so this is going to be the quickest episode ever, coincidentally, about speed dating. Welcome to the Just Dumb Enough podcast, a show that acknowledges no one is always an expert by dispelling misconceptions with real experts. I'm your host as always, Colton Petrie. My guest today is Zach Schlein. Zach is co-founder of the online speed dating service Filter Off. He dropped in for about 15 minutes to share why video speed dating is the best path towards a happy relationship without all of the hassles and ghosting or wasted time. If you're an expert in anything and want to share, email dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com or send a message to me on any of the social media pages. For now, let's find the right one a whole lot faster. Welcome to the show, Zach Schlein. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, thank you so much for being on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself for the people listening? So hi, everyone. I'm Zach Schlein. I live in New York City, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of the video dating app Filter Off. Awesome. So why why get involved in the dating experience? Like That seems like such a hard road to travel. Yeah. I mean, in short, online dating is a really broken industry. I think we've all at times have been frustrated with our dating lives. And oftentimes when it comes to online dating, whether it's bad first dates or being catfished or yeah, just being frustrated with the whole process. And I really wanted to humanize it and make it a lot better than what it is today. Yeah, and that's a pretty noble goal because there is a lot of terrible out there, I guess. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we just kind of came out of a pretty turbulent time where people weren't really like meeting up much, if at all. Did that change kind of a lot of things for you or is that part of why you got started? Yeah, I mean, the pandemic is what accelerated filter off. Uh, prior to the pandemic, people just did not feel comfortable chatting with strangers through video. And the pandemic, because it forced us to feel so disconnected, we started embracing video first, whether it was chatting through chatting with friends or loved ones or chatting on Zoom for work. And then chatting with a complete stranger on video to online date really just became no big deal. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, all of my work meetings went from in-person in like specific office settings to just remote in general. 100%. So obviously you kind of created the system that you called Filter Off and it's video speed dating. Why kind of that setup? Yeah, when it when you provide a video first experience, it allows signals to get to know people and not profiles. The last thing we want is you to have hundreds of matches and not meeting anyone. We really care about quality over quantity, and we want you to connect. And Video First is the best way to do so. Yeah, and I mean, you said it there, like it's a quality thing where you're like, you will, if you get, 
you know, your match or whatever the equivalent is, like you're talking to them. You're not just like, oh, I have this person that I think is probably real on the other side of, you know, a vague profile. hundred percent. I mean, you see these large dating apps and a big percentage of them aren't even real users. And many of the real users don't even want to meet. Yeah. And I would guess there's probably a really big advantage to, you know, this video dating where you don't have to like schedule time to meet up and then drive out there and have a full activity just to find out like, oh, we don't have anything in common. 100%. It saves you a lot of time and it saves you from having really bad first dates. But there's also some incredible things about it as well, like in terms of, right, you could kind of get an idea if this person is trustworthy in terms of safety and in terms of being catfish. So there's a lot of incredible things about just going on a quick video chat before meeting up in person. Yeah, I mean, not to like understate the safety in that aspect, a lot of people, you know, match with random profile that they've never seen or talked to. And then they're like, cool, you want to meet up in the middle of nowhere? For sure. So how does the whole system operate? Like if somebody wanted to get started right now? Yes. Yeah, so it's filter off. It's an app. It's available on Android, iOS, as well as the web. You simply create a profile. You share, you indicate your interests. And then you start getting matches. And if you connect, you can coordinate a video chat. Um, and you can also check out our video speed dating events as well. So there's all sorts of different events, whether it's dog lovers, Harry Potter fans, uh, singles in a specific city like New York or LA. Uh, so there's lots of ways to participate. And then we also have in-person events, uh, singles events in New York City as well. And it sounds like with these events, you're kind of like building a community of mutual interests where you're like, hey, do you want to increase your chance of success from totally random to, you know, something? A hundred percent. Yeah. And by having these quick three minute video dates, you have that commonality in place, uh, whether it's both of you are uh, Jewish or gay or uh, you're African-American or Latin. So there's Lots of different ways that we connect singles through a video first experience. Yeah. And like you said, you know, beyond that, like, oh, are you a huge fan of Harry Potter? Like, at least now you have something to chat about on your first date. For sure. So what are your thoughts on some of the existing platforms that are very popular? Yeah, I mean, listen, Tinder, Bumble and Hinge, they're huge. They make lots of money and that's their focus. Um, they have now, they focus on profits over, uh, I would just say they focus on profits uh, for filter off. Our focus is about you actually meeting singles um, and providing you a really great experience. I think we're in a really novel situation where these apps are already designed and developed and very mature. Uh, there is now an opportunity for a new player in the dating app market to now kind of just transform this industry. And we truly believe the transformation is video first and this new paradigm of dating where it's just been traditionally very robotic, uh, this swipe right mentality, and it's just been a numbers game. And we want to kind of reverse that and make it feel human again. I mean, like you just said, 
it is a numbers game. Like people just kind of swipe right on everything. And then when you look at it later, you're like, oh, look, I have 20 whoever matches like, ah, don't I feel better about myself? Like, well, have you talked to any of them? Well, no, no, for sure. They're they're really developed. The swipe. Listen, it it really transformed the online dating industry or moved Tinder removed the stigma for online dating in 2010. If you said you're on a dating app, people would be like, why do you want a dating app now? If you're not on a dating app, people encourage you. So I would say these dating apps really transform the industry in terms of making or having people feel comfortable and making it mainstream. But I think there is now a time to modernize uh, how humans connect in a really efficient and safe manner. Yeah. And it seems like an easy jump that for some reason, like people just didn't make where it's like, oh, you know, you can find all these matches and it removes some of that stigma, but also like you're texting. Yeah. I mean, you may feel and, and you, someone listening may have experienced this or may have heard about this, but there are many times when people have these long text conversations, they feel like it's this amazing person they speaking to. And then eventually maybe they meet and they're like, whoa, this is no one, not what I thought, not the person I thought I was speaking to. Like text is not a uh, efficient uh, means of getting to know someone. It's not a form of communication. It's, it's, it's video first. Meeting in person is obviously the best, but it's not always necessarily the most efficient. Um, and that's why video is just really, uh, as you've seen during the pandemic, it really just transformed how we communicate as humans. But yeah, it finds that happy balance between like, you know, the inconvenience, but coolness of meeting up in person versus like a text that you don't know how long it took them to write and format perfectly to be like, yeah, that's the best response. 100%. Assumably, this also cuts down a lot on like, you know, fake accounts and bots and, uh, you know, scam artists. Pretty hard to hide if you're literally presented face to face with someone. Yeah, I mean, it's it's quite impossible. I mean, we actually just uh, had a big piece that got covered by TechCrunch and Gizmodo discussing our scammer detection and how we make scammers uh, quite frustrated on our platform. So we're doing some really novel things that filter off from a, a tech perspective as well. Yeah, really? Are you like targeting them or is that like, what are you doing? Yeah. So in short, um, we have some proprietary to tech technology. So when a scammer comes onto our platform, we easily identify them and we actually put them in their own pool. Because so what we noticed was when we would delete them, they would just create a new account. Sure. But if you put them in their own pool, we then had scammers connect with other scammers trying to scam one another. But we also introduced bots to our platform. Bots that were in the scammer pool. So scammers started trying to scam bots. And we used a, a technology called GPT-3. And it had these bots speaking as if they were humans. And these scammers had no idea that they were speaking with bots. They would pass the Turing test. And they would have these full-blown conversations that would sometimes last hours where the scammers were trying to scam bots. And uh, there's a lot of funny content. And we've made some funny videos out of uh, some of these conversations. And 
uh, yeah, definitely encourage your listeners to take a look. If you just type in like scammer filter off, you'll see those articles. That's pretty funny because you're like, what if we just made them scam each other and then wasted their time? <laughs> exactly. That's like, that's a really beautiful poetic form of justice. Thank you. So, you know, when you see people entering this dating world and they're trying to like, you know, meet up using filter off. Like, do you see the same thing holding a lot of people back or is there like a couple of like real struggles? Do you mind just going into a little bit more detail when you say like real struggles or? Yeah. I mean, is there like something specifically that you see like a heavy part of the user base is like, oh, well, I don't know how to put myself out there or I, you know, don't know what to like, what do I introduce myself with? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's one common denominator. I think the common, de- if you could put a common denominator, I would say it's people that are just like really frustrated with online dating. A lot of our users have never used dating apps before and because they refuse to. And a lot of them are just really jaded by the swipe. And they just, the one commonality is they're intentional daters. They want to meet people. They're not looking to just uh, message back and forth. They're looking to jump on a video chat, if it's a great video chat, they'll go on another and then they'll meet up in person. Yeah, I got you. It's really driven. They're not like, oh, I could take it or leave it. They're like, no, look, I am looking for a relationship. I am trying to find someone. This has been, you know, the I've used every other website and it's the worst experience of my life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you think there's a lot of like outside influences that kind of hinder people in you know, either getting into the dating pool or trying to take it seriously, whether it's like their friends or their family or, you know, anything like that. I mean, I think a lot of people have lost hope in their dating lives and they kind of give up. And if someone's listening, I would just encourage them to try filter off. It's free and really have nothing to lose. And uh, I mean, we've created countless marriages in the last year alone. Um, But app works um you're you're connecting on video it's not a swipe based app it's really prioritizes people over profiles and if you're a scammer you won't find anyone (laughs) indeed no i think this is all great i had a listener kind of write in a question and i think this is like the opposite version of their struggle where like they're not so jaded by the system Uh, They asked, I've found myself divorced after a long-term marriage. How do I ease back into the dating pool? Yeah, well, I'm not a a dating coach. I would just say I'm more so someone who is passionate about facilitating connection through technology. But, I mean, to ease back in, I would just try. You have nothing to lose. I think just jumping on a number of video dates just to quote unquote, ease back in and see what feels right, right? The beauty is a filter off. You attend one of our video speeding events. You may go on 10 video dates that night. Like I think that eases you back in. They're short, um, they're fun, and you're speaking to humans. So I would say that's really great versus like going on lots of in-person dates and then you're stuck. Um, if you've never video chatted with them beforehand, you may get there and realize I don't want to be here. And now you just wasted an hour or a few hours of your time uh, being in a place you don't want to be. So I would just encourage them to just try it. 
and go on some video dates. Awesome. Well, I think we point them in some good directions. They get some good entertainment out of your, uh, your YouTube videos and, you know, a good avenue to try, you know, to start dating in a new way. So, sure. Yeah. If you want to plug filter off a little and anything else you got going on, um, I've appreciated your time. Yeah. So yeah, again, like filter off available on Android, iOS, the web. Um, if you have a community, you can even create your own private video speeding event right on the app, uh, totally for free. And filter off is available on all the socials. And if you're in New York City, you could attend one of our in-person signals events. But uh, again, really appreciate the time and uh, thank you so much. Do you feel like you gained something listening to this episode of the Just Dumb Enough podcast? If so, please take a brief moment to rate the show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, or Audible. If you really liked it, remember to subscribe for more episodes and check out the nearly 100 episode backlog I've built up. Let me know what you'd like to hear next by reaching out and emailing me, dumbenoughpodcast at gmail.com, or by sending a message to any of the show pages on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I'm always looking for new topics and guest ideas or questions from the audience. Only one week left in the December rankings, so they are as follows. Number one, the United States with Oregon, California, and Texas as the top states. Also, congratulations to my home state, Oregon, for being the first to get over 1,000 listeners. Number two, the United Kingdom. Number three, Canada, with Ontario firmly holding the top province spot. Number four, Australia, led by New South Wales. And number five, New Zealand, just barely beating out Germany by one half of a percent. Just in case you two want to have a last minute competition. That's it for today. I'll see you all Thursday just before New Year's. Bye bye.